0: Hello and welcome to another rousing edition of Trending Topics with BB. I am your humble host, Brooke Brown, hence the BB. Well, we are back for a series that I launched probably a year ago and haven't done it in quite some time. But before I get to that, I want to remind you to log on to the official website, which is trendingtopicswithbbpodcast.com. There you will find our latest links and deets to new episodes. Uh, if you are a Apple Podcasts subscriber, Spotify, or Stitcher, and you have the option to leave a comment and rating, it helps uh, get this podcast found by the listeners. It helps the algorithms on podcasting platforms if you leave uh, a review. Specifically, if you're part of the conglomerate that is on Podchaser, which is its own platform, they're really... Um, they're actually doing this really cool program right now, where if you leave a review and then the podcast uh, poster responds to your review, they're donating money to help relief uh, of this pandemic. So reviews are great on podcast platforms that helps podcasters keep going. So I think those that have left ratings and comments so far, but tell your friends, tell your family, and anybody that listens to this podcast, because I know you're out there. Uh, Also, uh, you can find us on any social media, and those links are also on the website, and if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, email ttwithbbpod at gmail.com if you want to have an inquiry about anything related to this podcast. So I've gotten requests, speaking of that, uh, to do this episode. I launched this series called Binge What about, I don't know, a year ago or more. I've done three other installments, and because a lot of people are stuck at home watching a lot of content, such as myself, I wanted to give some exciting entries. I've actually taken notes because I have caught up on all my queue. Um, yes, there's still a lot of other content out there, but stuff that like was uh, suggested to me to watch, I've caught up on, and I wanna uh, give those that may Uh, Because people come to my personal social media, if you know who you are, and ask me all the time, what are you watching? Uh, So I want to go down all the streaming platforms because pretty much I have all of them now. Even HBO, and I'll talk about that in a minute. So first of all, let's go to my trusting notes here. So those of you who are in quarantine and on the internet daily have probably watched this stupid documentary that's sweeping the world uh it's called Tiger King uh so it's number one in the U.S. right now and it's been in the top 10 ever since it launched right as the pandemic started uh it's ridiculous because what it's done is it sparked a whole nother inside joke with the world which is why I think it's so popular not because it's such a compelling document I mean there is compelling parts of the documentary but it's basically a documentary about the exotic animal owners and all the ridiculousness that they get into, and uh, just the fact that the guy Joe Exotic, which is his like stage name, is this hillbilly redneck gay guy who owns a animal farm uh, that inhabits two hundred tigers and lions in the middle of Oklahoma, and then. You've come to find out that there are like three or four other people like him within the U.S. And spoiler alert, at the end you find out that there's more tigers in captivity in the U.S. than there are on the planet. So that's interesting. But anyway, long story short, you it's a compelling thing that everybody's been watching. And the reason that everybody's been watching it is because it's also sparked a lot of memes and hilarious like jokes online, which are funny. And then because everybody wants to be on the joke, that's why more and more people are watching it, thus making it as popular as it is. Uh, I'm sure if it was a normal day, we weren't in a pandemic, and people weren't regularly watching Netflix, it wouldn't have caught on like it did. But thus we're here. Uh, so I did watch it. It's compelling, but it is what it is. Like is. I'm not going to rewatch it. It's not something that I'm going to go back and watch 15 times because you get the gist and basically, um, well, anyway, it's up to you whether you're going to watch it out there or have you watch it. Um, moving on from that, um, because I'm a huge comedy fan and Netflix is really, they literally have a department in Netflix called Netflix is a Joke that is just de- dedicated to stand-up comedy and sketch comedy, uh, I've caught up on a few specials. So first of all, um, Taylor Tomlinson, she's hilarious. She has a special on Netflix that is fucking fantastic. And she's only like 24 years old. Um, And yeah, so check out her special. Uh, Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer, who are Best friends, but also best friends with Joe Rogan have new specials that are hilarious. Uh, so check those out. Uh, along those lines, I'm a huge fan of Elijah Schlesinger. She has a new sketch show that is fucking hilarious um, that you should check out. Uh, she also has five specials that I've watched. Uh, one of her best ones that was released last year called Elder Millennial is so relatable, which she shot on a aircraft carrier. So that's an interesting venue to shoot a comedy special when everybody else shoots in either uh, arenas or comedy clubs or theaters, so check that special out. Um, And then another along those lines, uh, they just released Uh, this past year, like in about October, well, I can't remember, Dave Chappelle got the Mark Twain comedy High honors at the Kennedy Center, and they did a documentary of that night. It included, um, this, like, uh, uh, basically that week that he was in DC going to the DC improv, and all these people coming within the industry with, uh, in music and comedy to come celebrate the career of Dave Chappelle. It's great. Um, you see speeches from Neil Brennan, who was his main right hand man on the Sir Chappelle show. You see, um, all kinds of people that came together to talk about Dave Chappelle's career because he's probably one of the greatest of all times. Even that's in counting uh, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy. Um, Even Eddie Murphy had a cameo in this documentary about how good Dave Chappelle is. Um, So check that out. Um, And then along the lines of uh, other kind of documentaries on Netflix, if you're into the culinary world, the second season of The Chef Show featuring Jon Favreau and Roy Choi was great. Uh, Just more episodes stemming from the first season of them going to restaurants and talking to other people within the culinary world. Uh, So check that out. Um, Another documentary that dropped a second season that I loved is this documentary that follows uh, the Sunderland Football Club in Northeastern Great Britain, if I have the Geograph, like the geography crap. But they, in the last, like, well, really 10 years, but in recent years, have gone, it's basically a documentary to show how they have uh, some really hard times as a football club in a really, to the point that they, as you see in the first season, were demoted down a league and had uh, basically... The owners fired many managers. Um, so the new season talked about in the last couple years, them rebuilding after they, the football club sold, after they got rid of old managers, after they got rid of half their team because they couldn't afford the team, and how this little, like, northeastern English town, all they have, they're very hardworking people, but they all work in, like, mills and stuff till this day. All they do is rally around Sunderland Football Club, but because they've been shit for 10 years, it's really the, the morale in the town has really gotten down. So they talk about the rebuilding of this club to become a winning football club and to get back into the Premier League again. So it's really compelling uh, documentary series on what they have done to rebuild the football club within the last couple of years. Uh, so check that out so that's just Netflix and there's a a ton of other content on Netflix and it's really my suggestions are based on really my my taste but there's some really good stuff out there on Netflix now let's move on to the other uh, platforms now for those that don't know is that Warner who owns HBO has Opened up HBO content for the sake of this pandemic because basically they're just What they're doing is that in May they're launching HBO Max and so It was really a smart move for them to be like, hey, we're gonna open up HBO So you can get HBO content for free until we launch HBO Max, which you'll have to pay for again But I'm taking advantage of it because I haven't had HBO for years because I don't have TV Uh, You can download the HBO Go. Well, HBO Go, you have to have a TV subscription. HBO Now is the app that I downloaded, which doesn't require a subscription. And you can get majority of their content, including stuff that hasn't been really... I mean, they have the entire series of Sopranos, which I really didn't watch back in the day. Um, They have pretty much everything. But what I was curious about was what all the rage on HBO has been other than Game of Thrones, but I'm not gonna watch Game of Thrones, is Barry because it stars and is created by Bill Hader and his partner Alec Berg, and it has gotten like every award in the last couple of years that he won best actor at the Golden Globes and Emmys this past year. And I was curious as if it lived up to the hype of how good this show would be. And by golly, Barry is probably one of the best dark comedies I've ever watched. It is so well written and so intensely acted that it deserves all the accolades that I had heard the cast and crew were getting. So I really suggest that you watch. It's only two seasons, and I was able to binge watch it within 24 hours. So I highly suggest you watch Barry if you're into kind of the dark comedy. I mean,. It is kind of a fucked up show, if you really think about it, hence the dark comedy part. But it's still really compelling and still really well acted. And considering that Henry Winkler is in it and he's hilariously great in it, um, if people know who Henry Winkler is, definitely check it out. Uh, along those lines, in HBO, I was suggested to watch the show Succession, which is really kind of another dark comedy take on the world of media conglomerates and the families that pretty much own all media, which it's kind of a satire, dark comedy. And because of the actors that are in the show, I was like, oh, I'll check this out. However, I could barely get through the first episode of this show, or it's so slow moving, so I'm gonna, it's it's going to be a slow watch, or I might end up not watching it like other content that I've started and not continued because it's one of those shows where it's like, yeah, it's well acted and well executed, but it's kind of like it's not deeper than that. So you don't, you're not, you don't, for me personally, I didn't like Gravit I didn't like any character in the show, so I didn't want to continue watching to see where the show goes. It was one of those things where the entire family is so like, fucked up, that you're like, do I want to keep watching this? Even though it's really well acted and there's really, really great actors in the show that I'm a fan of, it's one of these shows where you're forcing kind of the fact that it's kind of like this indie, independent comedy that talks about media conglomerate families. Maybe it's just because it's hit too hard to too close to home and you're like, I don't really care about these families that control all media, but basically... I'm going to have to see if I continue to watch Succession, um, because it's really, it is what it is. It's just basically this family trying to dethrone the father that was the head of the, the company, the, the media company, and then come to find out he's not really ready to retire, so then it's a matter of the family fucking each other over to become the CEO of this company. It's really ridiculous. Uh, so watch at your own risk is what I'm saying on succession. All right. So that is Netflix and HBO and we're 15 minutes into this episode. So I'm going to try to keep this brief. Um, so on Hulu, uh, I started War and Peace, which is a show that was originally on Lifetime. It's great because it's kind of a historical piece about, I don't know what war was that. It's kind of, I can't remember which war. Uh, but by the third episode, I was bored. Uh, so I don't know if it's mainly because it's a, it starts out great and then gets really boring. I don't know what it is. Um, there's some really great actors that are in the show, but it's just very, it seems like it's, it's not content that I haven't already seen in a lot of other TV shows. So I think that's why it's, it fizzled out and probably only ran one season on Lifetime and now is only on Hulu because... People are like, yeah, I've seen this type of show. And Hulu is great, though, for the content that you may have watched years ago or wanted to watch years ago or currently on cable networks, but you cut the cord like myself and end up wanting to catch up. For instance, I just caught up on all the new Will & Grace since it's ending, I think there's only like three or four more episodes before the show's off again in the air. But... uh. One of the cool episodes of the new iteration of Will & Grace was uh, they did a tribute to the show I Love Lucy. that just aired this actually this past week, but it's now already on Hulu. Uh, It was fantastic uh, because they really did I Love Lucy uh, justice. So I definitely would check that out. Uh, Also, I guess what I watched on Hulu was... Uh, the six-hour BBC version of Pride and Prejudice, which is one of my favorite all-time stories and books that I of my life. Uh, the Colin Firth version that I never got to see because I didn't have BBC back 15 years ago. When it, No, that came out in... Longer than that. That came out in 1995. So it's been since 1995 that I wanted to watch this version. I finally watched all six episodes of that um, because it's on Hulu. Uh, Alright, so that's Kind of what I've checked out on Hulu. Now on to Amazon Prime. Now I finally finished all of these episodes. I think on the past binge I had mentioned this, but Modern Love, which is a kind of short series, and what this show is about is there was a column called Modern Love in the New York Times where people, it was like this editorial column that talked about certain stories where people would write in questions or scenarios that happened to them. And then it would play out within kind of like a narrative of like a newspaper article. Uh, they did it, they made a show that's on exclusively Amazon Prime called Modern Love. And it has some really great actors and actresses in it tell these stories that were actually real stories from the column, but they interpreted them for this TV show fantastic show and then another BBC show that stars one of my favorite actors uh Benedict Cumberbatch is in the show Patrick Melrose It actually originally aired on Showtime but begins I don't have TV I didn't have Showtime fantastic but again that was Patrick Melrose was a series of short stories uh that were adapted to this TV show about addiction and family fantastically acted uh, and executed and then I guess the last thing I'm going to suggest for those out there um, that are into music documentaries um, because 2020 is cancelled and so is everything fun this weekend was supposed to be Coachella they just released the documentary documenting the 20 years of Coachella it talks about how it started which I did not know, which I probably could have Googled, but it's a humble beginning to know one of the most well-known music festivals in the world. And it talks about really where it started, who started it, how the first few years of Coachella were actually failures and it almost bankrupted them. Spoiler alert. So it's fantastic, but that's on YouTube for free. Uh, So definitely check out. That's a lot of content I just mentioned in 19 minutes. And there's probably a bunch that I've mentioned in previous episodes of Binge What. Um, But those are some great options if you're into different comedy, uh, drama, uh, documentaries, and kind of stuff that encompasses multiple genres within one type of content. So for those that have suggested out there that I do another binge what episode, I thank you for tuning into this episode and, uh, stay tuned for more episodes of this podcast. Uh, I have some more interviews coming up. Uh, so thank you for tuning in and on the next binge what and definitely, uh, stay home so we can go back to normal.